Late Night Conversations Late Night Conversations Monday to Thursday 10 p.m. till midnight Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli. We are speaking legal conversations. Remember that you can weigh in on every topic that we are going to be discussing this evening by calling us on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-3945, 011-714-4045. If you'd like to WhatsApp us, you can get us on 0614-104-107. I'd like to request that your WhatsApp voice notes be kept very short, sweet and precise and very audible so that we can all hear them. So nothing more than um, 40 seconds long. Legal conversations, we have seen that uh, the rise of unemployment, the rise of people having their salaries cut since the lockdown uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic has been something that is uh, uh, gripping most of us around the country and also businesses just not being able to survive. And this has caused a ripple effect in the um, tenant and landlord relationship. So this property market has really been grappling a lot and a third of South African tenants have not been able to pay their rent. This is according to some of the reports that came out in the month of April, and it seems like this report has increased. I'd like to welcome Michelle Dickinson, who's the Managing Director of Tenant Profile Network TPN. Thank you very much for joining us, Michelle. Hi, Patricia. Good to be here. Thanks. And we are also joined by Craig Evan, who is a landlord. Uh, Craig, thank you very much for joining us this evening. My pleasure. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. I'd like to start with you, Michelle. Uh, By law, in South Africa, if a tenant fails to pay rent on time, uh, the landlord must notify them with an intention of possibly, you know, um, cancelling the lease. And they have to give them at least 20 working days to rectify the breach of the contract. However, if they fail to do so, then the landlord can also apply to the court for an eviction notice or even sue for unpaid rent. However, when we take a look at what's happening in the economic climate right now in South Africa with the lockdown, evictions are banned during the lockdown. Michelle, can you please give us a legal perspective as to what what is going on right now and why have the laws been amended to suit the tenant? So, um, as you know, when we went into lockdown, um, we were prevented from moving. So it was a restriction on movement. Um, and evictions, the restriction on eviction was just around that, the restriction on um, preventing people from, from relocating, from moving. Um, what happened when we moved from um, alert level or lockdown level five, where evictions, there was a full moratorium on evictions. When we went into alert level four and the disaster management regulations were published on the 29th of April, um, evictions at that point, um, landlords may now approach court um, and apply and courts may grant an eviction order, but um, there's a stay on the actual execution of those eviction orders until the end of lockdown level four or alert level four. In other words, the sheriff wouldn't be able to um, move the tenant out of the property until, until we reach the end of lockdown level four. Sure. So in this case, uh, since we don't know when level four will come, um, that means that tenants are still under a privileged umbrella when it comes to the law. Sure. When it comes to um, when it comes to evictions, I must though say that the majority of tenants um, who go into default don't necessarily end up going through the whole eviction um, court process. 
the majority of tenants, when you start the process, um, when they uh, when they fail to pay and you make the demand on them, and where there is a fixed term agreement, in other words, it's a 12-month agreement, you must give the tenant 20 business days notice to remedy their breach. If it's a month-to-month lease, um, there there's no um, there's no requirement on the 20 business days, and it's generally seven days um, notice to um, remedy the breach. And if the tenant fails to remedy at that point, the landlord is then entitled to cancel the lease and demand that the tenant vacates immediately. Whilst we're in the alert or lockdown level five, um, even if the tenant had failed to pay and proper demand was um, was given and the lease was cancelled, the tenant would be in a position where they wouldn't be able to vacate. Now, however, that we're in alert level four, should a tenant default, and even if they had defaulted in the um, lockdown level five and notice was given and the tenant failed to pay and cancellation was properly carried out, and the tenant is demanded to vacate. The majority of tenants are in actual fact vacating. And in fact, what we hear is a lot of tenants don't want to be in a position where they are forced to remain in a property that they cannot afford to pay um, as a result of their loss of earnings and, um, and, and really do want to move. Of course, now that we're in alert level four, there have been directions that were passed. There were two sets of directions, but I'm going to talk about the later set because I, I think that's important. The later set of directions allow people to relocate. So where a tenant um, has a new lease agreement that they've entered into, that they want to move or relocate to that property, they can apply um, for a permit to relocate, which must be signed by, by, the, by, by SAPS or the court. Um, and they are freely now entitled um, to move, which is good news, both for the tenant and for the landlord. Now, I'd like to bring you in here, Craig. I mean, you're a landlord, and uh, from what I understand, your property portfolio is quite large. So how many tenants do you currently have in your properties? Um, currently about 50 tenants, um, 50 units. Uh, we've got about 55 units. Um, quite a lot has uh, remained empty over the lockdown period. Um, so difficult to get tenants in. And also, yeah, with the 50 tenants um, at the moment, we've probably got about close to 20% that's struggling to pay or, or, or aren't paying. I've now, got a bit of a mix of tenants. So so it's a mix of tenants, and that's what we are seeing currently in the uh, global market, that there is a mixture mm-hmm. of people who are still working, those who are working and only getting a portion of their income, and then those who've just lost their jobs. Now, in terms of those 20% uh, who are unable to meet mm-hmm. their monthly payments in terms of rent, what have, you been, um, w- w- what have you been able to do to assist them, if you have been yeah. able to assist them. Well, well, we we, def- we certainly want to because we we I know I know I've met Michelle Dickens through South Africa Property Network, um, and we work quite closely with with, um, with with those kind of people to get the information, you know, to how to, to find out how we can assist tenants. So we've done a number of different things. Um, Tenant Profile Network has actually um, given us information on on how to extend um, payments. So, it's, for example, some people we've managed to give payment holidays and other tenants we've managed to utilize their deposits in a short-term basis. And then what we're doing is we're extending leases um, so that people have got a longer period to pay back the shortfalls. Because unfortunately, even with bank holidays, I've still got, I'm still responsible for the bonds uh, ultimately and also the interest on those bonds. Um, so, you know, that doesn't go away. Um, but what we have managed to do with a number of tenants, and, and, and we've also found interesting ways of working with our tenants. So, for example, I've got 
with having 55 units, um, I've got a lot of kitchens, I've got a lot of properties that need to be maintained, etc., etc. And some of my tenants, um, luckily enough, have been um, people in those kind of industries. So I've got one construction worker that works for himself, but he's not allowed out until level three or level two. And then I've got a guy that does that that does kitchen that does uh, he's got his own business that does kitchen. So I've got that guy. I'm working with that guy as a pay off pay, um, pay off system. He's now renovating my kitchens or servicing our kitchens and that type of thing in the properties. Um, so we are now able to do a type of a trade off almost or like a barter system. Um, I've got another tenant who's a handyman and he's now assisting me on the property that he's living on um, to fix gutters, to do a bit of paint work and all that type of thing. So we're using quite innovative ways, um, you know, to keep the tenants on and, you know, and, and, and actually work on some form of a barter system as well. So that, that's been very interesting, you know, and finding out, you know, what people do and how people can, can also assist. Um, and then I've got the tenants that have utilized their deposits, um, which they've also going back to work on at stage three, so they managed to maintain their jobs. And then I've also got the payment holidays where tenants can afford to pay something. They may have had a salary cut, maybe 50% or 60% that they're getting paid, and they're paying 50% of the, depo- of, of the, the payment. And then when things start getting back to normal again, if they still maintain their job, um, then obviously they, they, they will start to pay back and a portion extra every month for the next six months or eight months where we've used tenant profile uh, networks um, uh, system, the COVID, the COVID system, which they've actually given free of charge. And we've managed to put that paperwork in place and then work with the tenants to try and you know keep them a place to stay. Not all tenants, um, you know, obviously um, our tenants are also in... All of the tenants that we brought on board were all of good standing, so they don't want to mess with their name and their credit, their credit standing. Um, so you know we are able to make these kind of plans and that to assist them as much as we can. It seems like you are one of those landlords that are very lenient, and it's lovely to hear that, Craig, because a lot of people are feeling under pressure. Letters of demand have been sent out, despite the fact that evictions can't be uh, done. But now, obviously, because of we're at the stage that we are at, uh, being stage four, um, the, uh, landlords are now saying, if you don't pay, instead of looking at means and ways that are different that can actually enhance. Um, the, the circumstance and not give people much pressure. Michelle, let's talk about these letters of demand that people have been receiving. Are these letters of demand going to cause a ripple effect? And what is the procedure for a landlord to actually start off to get these letters of demand? So I think we should maybe just take a picture of um, where, where the South African market is in terms of uh, rent collection. Um, and, and speak about the willingness and the ability of tenants uh, to make payments. In, in the past, um, up until quarter one of this year, 81% of tenants, residential tenants, were in good standing with their rent. In other words, they were paid up by the end of the month. It had come off slightly from the boil of 86% um, um, in 2013, 2014. But effectively, Patricia, the majority of tenants are good quality tenants who, who mm-hmm. are willing and able to make their rental payments. What the lockdown has done is it's forced people who are willing tenants but don't have the ability to make payments. And there's a big distinction between those two categories of tenants, the one that's unwilling and unable versus the one that is willing but unable due to circumstances well beyond the control of many, many tenants. You started off the show earlier by yeah. saying 30% of tenants were um, were in default. 
Um, for, for February now, it's sitting at 75%. And right now, as we stand in, um, in the month of May, it's sitting at, um, it's sitting at 40%. So 40% of tenants, as we stand right now, um, have not made their, their rental payments. So landlords need to follow a collection process. Um, and the collection process is, 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 is legislated. The, the collection process is, a, is as follows. That now, land- Michelle, yeah? let, me, let me ask you to hold that thought um, because this process, I think it's a process that everyone who is listening right now should be able to make notes, uh, whether they're landlord or their tenant. So let's take it a bit after this. This is SFM Late Night Conversations, the time 21 minutes after 10. I'd love you to join in on the conversation. You are probably experiencing the same thing. You might be a landlord, you might be a tenant, and you might have issues um, around collection of rentals or unable to pay your rentals, you can uh, call us by uh, calling us on 011-714-3945, alternatively 011-714-4045. The other number you can call, 011-714-2788. Our SMS line is 41391. SMSs are charged at 150 each or alternatively get us on our social media platforms at SFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Dooley. You are tuned in to SAFM Late Night Conversations, leading the conversation. And today we are talking all things legal at this point in time. My name, Patricia Nduli, and I'm with the wonderful team, Technical, Phineas Ndoba. And then on content production, we've got Ben Zito. And in the newsroom, Zolega Kodashi. So the team is all here, and we are going to make sure that we're giving you two hours of great information. You can call in on uh, 011-714-4045 to in on our Conversations or 011-714-2788. It seems our WhatsApp line is having a bit of an issue, but please do send them through. As soon as we receive them or we are back up again, we'll be able to interact with you on 0891-104-207 or SMS us on 41391. SMSs are charged at only 150 each and on social media platforms at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli, hashtag SAFM LNC. We are speaking to Michelle Dickinson, who is a Managing Director of uh, Tenant Profile Network, TPN, and Craig Ivan, who is a landlord, and he has explained to us that he's got about 50 tenants in his property. And um, Michelle, before we took a break, you were about to give us the process that is the steps and the process that needs to be followed when a landlord wants to um, uh, send out a letter of demand. Yeah. So the landlord would, um, thanks Patricia, so the landlord needs to send out um, a letter of demand to their tenants. The first thing that they need to determine is if they, the lease is a fixed-term lease agreement, in other words, it's a 12-month or 6-month lease agreement, or if it is now on a month-to-month basis. If it is a, a fixed-term lease agreement, then in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, the tenant must be given 20 business days' notice um, to remedy the breach. Um, and failing that, the landlord would be entitled to then cancel the lease agreement. If it's just a month-to-month lease agreement, the majority of leases um, specify that the tenant will be given seven days' notice to remedy the breach agreement. To remedy the breach, failing which, the landlord would then be entitled to cancel the lease. Along with that letter of demand, um, there's also notification provided to the tenant that um, their failure to make payment could also have adverse consequences for their credit profile. That also requires 20 business days, regardless of whether it's a fixed-term lease or a month-to-month lease. 
the National Credit Act requires that the tenant is given 20 business days notice of the landlord's intention to load a default on their credit profile. Now, that 20 business days have been stayed. So in terms of the National Credit Act, um, the, the calculation of 20 business days between the date that the letter was sent and the date of loading a listing on the credit bureau has been stayed during what the National Credit Regulator has defined as the shutdown period, which includes both the lockdown period and the current period of alert level four that we're currently in, and potentially even alert level three. We'll, we'll find out when we get um, into that stage. So it's very important then to note that uh, the tenants will not have default listings loaded on their credit profile for rent that has not been paid for the month of April or May during this um, process. But the landlord is still entitled to send out the letter of demand and cancel the lease in terms of um, breach. So the letter of demand goes out. The landlord then counts their 20 business days, which includes the days under lockdown. And um, after at day 21, business day 21, the landlord is then entitled to cancel the lease. And when they cancel the lease, they send out a second letter to say, your lease is now cancelled, and we're giving you immediate notice to vacate immediately. No further notice uh, needs to be given. If the tenant fails to vacate at that point, the tenant then becomes an illegal occupier. And at that point, the eviction process uh, may commence. Um, and as we know, in Alert Level 5, that process, um, there was a moratorium, but now that we're in um, Alert Level 4, the landlord may approach the court um, and the court may um, um, grant an eviction, but the actual um, 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 execution is stayed until the end of Alert Level 4. I'd like us, Michelle, to uh, go to our telephone lines. It seems uh, that there are a couple of questions. And, Craig, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you are still with us so that we can be able to assist everyone. From KZN, I've got Edmund. Edmund, thank you very much for being patient with us, and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. How are you, Edmund? I'm hunky-dory, hunky-dory. Um, I'm actually calling on behalf of my son here. Uh, he was evicted from where he was staying. Because of the lockdown, and he didn't have enough work. Um, and his boss told him that they will only be back at work in, in another two weeks. So the landlord forced him forced him off the property. Has the landlord got any right to do that? He hasn't got a written contract, in other words, with the landlord. He just stayed there because he got a, the place through another friend of his. So I just wanted to know, uh, has the landlord got any rights to do that to him? He's got a little baby, his his girlfriend has got a little baby. So I just wanted to know, can they actually do that to him? Hi, Evan. Has has he already vacated the property? Is he already off the property? Yes, he has. He has moved off the property because he didn't, he wasn't, he's not a troublemaker or anything. He didn't still want to cause trouble or anything. He has vacated the property, ma'am. Yeah. So, so in terms of in terms of the law, um, your son actually does have a lease agreement. A lease agreement doesn't have to be in writing; it may be a verbal uh, lease agreement. Okay. And the landlord would then still have to give the the tenant notice to remedy the breach. So we, he would still have to have received a letter telling him that he was in breach, giving him the seven days to to remedy the breach. Failing which, the landlord is entitled to cancel the lease. What the landlord wouldn't have been entitled to do is demand that he vacate the property during alert uh, during the lockdown period. Okay. Only once we only once we exited the lockdown period um, and from um, um, the 14th of May 
was the landlord entitled to ask the tenant to vacate the property? Because only at that point did we have the permits to, to relocate. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'm sure, Edmund, uh, your uh, query has been answered there. Um, and at the end of the show, we will allow uh, Michelle to just give us her contact details so that people can get more details um, about where to move forward. We've got a lot of questions here coming in through on our WhatsApp and uh, also the lines are quite busy. Remember, you can call us on 011-714-2788 or 011-714-4045. I see Zaba Gumete. She's tuned in with Deza Kumete and uh, I'm also seeing that uh, there's a lot of people who are tuned in. Uh, Pila with the, the blonde hair says he's also tuned in. Going on to WhatsApp, I'd like us to just uh, take a couple of other WhatsApps and then we'll get back to you, um, Michelle and um, with you, Craig, so you can uh, get, you know give us some insight. Um, this WhatsApp says, my lady, landlady <laughs> is such a sweet someone. Shame. I lost my job and she cut my rent by about 30% and she's giving me a free stay for the month of June while I sort myself out. And that's from uh, Stephen from Cosmo City. Oh my goodness, that's heartwarming. Congratulations to you, Stephen. And I, I think hats off to this particular landlady. Uh, something similar to what you're doing, Craig. Yeah, yeah. Now look, I mean, we've all got to, we're all in this together. I mean, you know, um, in my own personal job, I've also taken salary cuts, so I can understand. Um, but luckily, we've got a pretty good relationships with our tenants, and we can, you know, and. Um, one person absconded over the period, um, but that was only one. Um, but the rest, you know, um, we're working together with to try and, you know, um, find our way out of this uh, the, the situation. On the other hand, uh, Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg says, Good evening, Patricia. Where I'm staying, the landlord doesn't care about this COVID-19 situation. He doesn't want to adjust or to negotiate so that we can pay half for the rent. This is very sad. Michelle, what can people do when they find themselves in a situation like this? Particularly included a set of documents um, for tenants to approach their landlord. And we put them out free. All right, Michelle, excuse me. Michelle, I think I'd like you to please move around a bit because your network is not, co- uh, we can't hear you very clearly. And then let's okay. try again. Okay, can you have me better, Patricia? Uh, it's a bit better. Okay, so CPN created a set of documents that um, we put out our for either the tenant to use, the landlord to use, or the estate agent to use. And effectively, what they are is they're a um, declaration of earnings that the tenant can complete and provide to the landlord to say the reason that their rent is, or their rent um, is not being paid is because they have had a loss of earnings. Either um, temporary working hours, um, uh, retrenchments, um, whatever the case is. But they can provide the landlord with the reason why they're not earning an income at the moment and provide supporting documentation and advise the landlord to the employer if the landlord to contact the employer. Once the landlord is in possession of that, the landlord can then, um, with the tenant, make a choice on what kind of um, 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 contract they would enter into, either the public utilisation, um, deferments of rent agreements, or even, in some cases, as the previous caller suggested, an actual remission of rent that's not deferred for late payment. 
All right, Michelle, it seems like the line is still crackling. Let me take you back to our producer, Benzito, and then we'll get back to you so that we can reiterate that particular point. Let me go on to our WhatsApp. Remember that line is 0861404107, if you'd like to call us. Now, um, I hear, here's a question here. Good evening. If you take the landlord to court, must she prove that the property belongs to him or her and that they did register the business with the South African rental agencies and can prove financial statements that the landlord is up to date with uh, their SARS. So if you lay a court claim, the court can take your claim on. I don't know if you can take this one, Craig. Um, I'm not too sure about that particular one on the legal side of it. Um, but, uh, you know, um Obviously, they could go to the rental tribunal, um, that, and that, that's that's one of the course of actions that the, that a tenant can take against against the landlord if there is a dispute. Um, but I'm not too sure about the rules, regulations about that particular thing. You know, obviously, we we, we you know we we try and um, arbitrate or, or, or conciliate any 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 issues and that sort of thing. I've never had real experience of that. All right. Um, I mean, you're the you're the sweet landlord, and I understand why you wouldn't have had a, a, such yeah. a case. Uh, you're the landlord that is able to to understand the human plight. Um, from yeah. what it seems, you are taking on um, creative ways to make sure that everyone still has accommodation, but you are also recuperating some sort of remuneration, either via what you are doing with the with the, um, the bartering or just giving yeah, people some payment yeah. holidays or extending leases, like you are doing, so people can pay in installments. Let's go on to other WhatsApps here. They are saying, good evening. This is Prince from Rodiport. Prince says, good evening, SAFM crew and listeners. Um, I salute you. I think um, for the best, if we help each other in any way that we can, I salute everyone who is contributing in any way to make others' lives easier. We need each other uh, more than ever before. And then on the other hand... um, we see that uh, another one is Steve in Pumalanga says, good evening. I would like to know what happens with my tenant who is convic- uh, convicted with drugs and I don't want to entertain him on my property now that he is out on bail. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, we need Michelle back there. Craig, I don't yeah. think you I don't think you are on a legal tip to be able to answer that. Um we are getting Michelle back on. Michelle, thank you very much for holding the line and for coming back. I hope your line is clear now. Yeah, I'm on a landline now. That's much better. Yay, thank you so very much. Okay, so we've got some questions. I don't know if you heard them, but let's go back to your point. Um, Maybe just uh, give us a a summary of the point that you were making before we lost you, and then we'll come to the questions that uh, we've got on WhatsApp. Perfect. So what, what a tenant can do, make a declaration of their income earnings to their landlords or their loss of earnings and then use things like the deposit utilization agreements. It's a short-term fix. It just provides liquidity into the market for the very short term until people are back on their feet um, and earnings, earning again. But what it does do, the deposit is used for the rent, but the, the tenant does make a commitment that they will repay and top the deposit up um, over the next three, four, five months. Um, so it provides that instant cash flow liqu- liquidity, but a commitment to um, to top it up. The same with the deferments of rent agreements. And, and again, these, these agreements are used where tenants are in good standing. So they have a history of paying their rent, but they are, for whatever circumstances, out of their control, not able to pay their, um, their rent due to a complete loss of, um, of, of income at the moment, which a lot of people are facing. 
Mm, definitely a lot of people are, fa- uh, are being affected. Craig, I'm sure you've got other colleagues who are landlords. Have they been having the same sentiment? I mean, you spoke about the fact that you also have responsibility to pay the bank. Have they yeah. maybe, you know, shared with you what means they are uh, putting forward to be able to, to, to recuperate uh, their, the money that is required for them to be able to pay back their loans and bonds to the banks? Yeah, there has, there's, there's quite a few people that's experiencing exactly the same type of things. Um, and, and luckily, the tenants that are in good standing, um, we fin- we're finding that those are the people that are open to negotiate and try to make a plan. Um, and they're not, the, you know, it, 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 and worse comes to worse, um, the tenants vacate the, or, or agree to vacate the premises. Um, but a few people are, are, you know, everybody's in the same boat. Um, and without, you know, without you being able to, um, get you know get the tenants evicted um, immediately. It's it's you know you rather try and do as much as you possibly can, and but but people are in the same boat, and the, and, I, and I've, I've heard some horror stories as well from tenants that have actually joined us over the period, um, you know from landlords that have been intimidating um, and tried to I mean literally you know abusive towards tenants that type of thing. So we've heard horror stories on both sides as well, and you know and, and that that's the kind of pressure people are under at the moment. It's very sad uh, reality that we are living under. And you can also understand, I mean, th- there's no excuse for bad behavior, but you can understand the financial pressure that the landlord will be feeling if they've also budgeted on their property and there's someone benefiting from the property. But we all have to, to be understanding in these trying times mm-hmm. and see how we can help each other. Um, and uh, I, here's Michelle to you. Stephen Bumalanga was asking on our WhatsApp line saying, good evening, I would like to know what happens with my tenant who is convicted with drugs and I don't want to entertain him on my property now that he's out on bail. So TPN's lease agreement specifically states that um, should a tenant um, be convicted for any criminal activity, um, especially on the property, that the landlord has the right to cancel the lease forthwith. Um, our, Our lease agreement, the TPN lease agreement, is widely and extensively used around the country by the majority of the of the rental agents. So the first port of call is always to go and have a look at your lease agreement to understand what it um, what it says. If there is nothing in the lease agreement regarding uh, criminal activity, then we, we we fall back to what in what other way has the tenant breached the lease agreement? And can we cancel for any of the breaches that the tenant may have caused um, on the property? The most common one, obviously, being the non-payment um, of rent. And regardless of what that breach is, the landlord would have to follow the same process. So if, if, the, if it's a month-to-month lease, regardless of, its, uh, of whether it's non-payment of rent or whatever other type of breach that happened on the property, the landlord would need to give the tenant seven days. And if it's a fixed-term lease agreement, the landlord would need to give the tenant 20 business days to remedy the breach, failing which they would then be entitled to cancel the lease. Now, you know, um, I'd like us to look at uh, some of the, um, you know, the issues around this particular um, tenant and landlord dispute. When will we see a, a, a point where the tenant is able to then find some 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 sort of way of of relief because if you've lost your job and someone is saying to you well unfortunately if you can't pay you have to vacate the property and now that we're in stage 4 you, we can ask you to leave and they have no job what will then happen to this particular tenant and their household i mean it's a human issue right now it's no longer just about rents and cents it's about humanity where will this particular family go 
So, so Patricia, if I could just um, set, um, um, set another um, uh, beautiful uh, um, set of information on you, and that is that the majority of landlords in South Africa are actually micro-landlords. They're not big business. Um, in fact, even even Craig would be considered in the in the top um, spectrum of of landlords with with 50 uh, units in his portfolio. The majority of um, landlords, and and by majority, I really am talking 95% of landlords, are micro landlords with less than 10 properties in their portfolio. Um, and, and in fact, 87 of them have less than five properties in their portfolio. So these people themselves will be faced with their own liquidity and own income um, problems, not only limited by, by, by income, but a lot of these landlords, this is their sole source of income. So they are pensioners and they are relying on the rental income to cover their living expenses as well. So we're not talking about these big institutional landlords um, all the time. We're actually talking about micro-landlords who themselves are facing their own, putting food on the table, educating their kids, um, et cetera, uh, consequences. I'd like you to join us on the conversation. Give us your experience by calling us on 011-714-4045 or 011-714-2788. Alternatively, 011-714-3945. Our WhatsApp line is 0891-104207. I've got a compliment for you here, Craig. Um, uh, Stephen in Cosmos City says, we need people like Craig in the society. Big ups to you, Craig, and God bless you. And then uh, the next... Yeah, you, you deserve that. I mean, everyone who's doing what you are doing right now, Craig, uh, deserves to be to be commended for having a heart, a social heart, despite the fact that it's also uh, a crippling time for you as a landlord. And mm-hmm. then we've got another WhatsApp here coming in. Uh, and uh, this person says, good evening. I've got five properties in Cape Town. And as a landlord, I've just requested my tenants to meet me halfway by paying water and electricity up until the end of June. And they all agreed. It's not easy as a property owner, but the reality is that we are all in tough times. We can just do our part as landlords. Mm-hmm. Thank Absolutely. you. This is awesome. Awesome. Craig, I mean, there's a lot of people with big hearts like yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and, and yeah, so I think you hear that as well, that, 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 uh, yeah, that people have got to try. They've got to try. They've got to talk first before they, you know, before they start uh, going into, into um, evictions and that type of thing. You know, just, just talk to the tenants. And we, we, we've got tenants who come back regularly. You know, I mean, we've got, I've got tenants that have been with us for eight years, nine years, ten years sometimes. You know, and that's that, that's sometimes more important because the, the word spreads, and um, you know, you get referrals and that type of thing. So it all, you know, it all comes back again. Um, so it's actually worth 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 the effort and worth the worth the time. I'm very happy that a lot of people are seeing the same um, um, take that we have right now. I'd like us to also just wrap up. But before we do wrap up um, with both of you, last uh, WhatsApp from Ndogozo. Ndogozo says, hi, Patricia. If you have a formal lease that says the rent is payable on the first of the month, but through consultation with your landlord, you agree to pay on the 15th, can that affect your credit record? This is for you, Michelle. Yes, it can. Um, so the, the lease agreements are the first port of call for what your um, payment profile looks like. If your lease agreement says that your rent is due and payable on the 1st, then it is expected to be paid um, on the 1st. If, however, you've entered into a written lease agreement that says that your rent um, is due on the 15th of the month, 
and then the landlord will update um, your uh, invoice to say due on the 15th, it'll come into our bureau um, and you will be paid on time. So it's very important that your lease agreements match um, what the conversations, what the agreements um, are made between, uh, between the parties. And Patricia, it's the same with the deposit utilization and the deferred rent agreements. Where these agreements have been entered into and there's a formal contract between the parties, that that information will not negatively then affect your credit profile um, as well. So I do encourage everyone to to ensure that whatever agreements they enter into, that they're formally, formally documented. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so very much, um, Michelle. Perhaps give us your contact details for those who might want to be in touch with you as we wrap up. With pleasure. It's michelle at tpn.co.za. Excellent. And Craig, thank you so very much for joining us. I don't know if you want to give us your contact details. I mean, your properties are already fully let. <laughs> no, my properties are rented at the moment, so that's fine. I mean, I, I can give my business details. Um, I'm at Tile Africa. That's my day job. Um, so I can give an email address if anybody wants advice or anything like that or wants a good price on tiles. I can do that too. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, we, we can't that. give away free advertising here, but you can definitely make sure that you give us that email address. Because I'm sure there are some landlords who might want to just share some banter and some creative ideas of helping people. So, what's that email okay. address? I'll give my email. I'll give my private email address then, and that is Craig at four. At the, the 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 number four. Uh, sorry, F O U R dash site F I G H T dot C O dot Z A. Thank you so very Craig much, Craig. At Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so very much. SAFM Thank leading you. the conversation.